so many ways, in so many ways, yes, this weekend mattered so much to Americans. A lot of them were able to get out to the beaches after being locked in for a few months. Uh, many were able to just be outside and then enjoy the nice sunlight. And then you look at West Point and you look at what this weekend was in Atlanta. You look at all these different perspectives. We have families living their lives, trying to get out. We've got an America where the weekend of the Army's birthday and flag day of Wendy's burns down over a um, another police-involved shooting in Atlanta, where the police chief and the guy who shot the, uh, the, the, the 20... I think it was 24-year-old, I might be wrong, but where they shot this guy who was drunk and who actually took the taser from the cops. Started running, he gets shot in the back, autopsy shows, dies in the Wendy's parking lot. And then, you know, the rioting continues and the burning. So you have that America visual. And then maybe if you walked around, you'd see the high-flying American flag. Yesterday was the Army's birthday. It was the day that we have formed it in 1775. Yesterday, Flag Day meant so much to, well, me, maybe you too, because the day before we saw two guys at Cody Island, two workers at Cody Island, <laughs> mop a bathroom with the American flag. In this city alone, we've seen the burning of the flag on a flagpole here in Manhattan during those rioting and looting times. And so I had this theory, and I believe it to today too. We must believe in America. We must believe in the American flag that I'm looking at right now that rests next to me. We must believe that there is an America that can be resolved, as we clearly are seeing it devolve. And there's only really one way to do this. <laughs> it's really not to give coverage or credence to the Cretans, if you will. It's not to continually harp on Seattle. It's not to continually show the rioting. It's to, uh, personally, what you and I can do to move the country forward. I wrote on Medium yesterday about causes, and maybe you put a cause on pause before the pandemic. Maybe you had forgotten what you were fighting for, because honestly, this day-to-day -day lockdown has caused people to just relax, be relaxed more. Well, here's how we combat these violent aftermaths of the George Floyd death. Here's how we combat it. We don't even shine a light on it anymore. Because if we do, it'll just continue. Because if we keep fighting against what we can't control, it will continue. And in fact, it'll be more inspiring to people. As I said the other day, you and I are not flying up to Seattle anytime soon to stop what's going on there in, in the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Are you? Are you? 
we're not going down to the local Wendy's in Atlanta to make sure that that doesn't burn down, clearly. So what are we doing in this amazing country just watching the devolving instead of finding ways to resolve? What are we doing just sitting there? Four million people. Four million people, according to Nielsen, the first weekend of rioters. They had they had sitting there in front of their TVs and watched it. Admittingly, we did too because it was something you couldn't take your eyes off of. But here is what I thought. Especially because, you know, after the Civil War, there was the Reconstruction Era. We had to reconstruct America. We had to reconstruct. So how can we in 2020 have a modern reconstruction as we're watching the country go through destruction? And that is, that should be up to the President of the United States. Who did a? I I like that he went up to the cadets and spoke to them. That was important, and it was important to me to see both networks cover it. That was great too. But it's also up to us, the creators, or well, yeah, I guess I am. We're gonna podcast, but the creators, the bloggers, the content creators on TikTok, on wherever you might be, however you might do it. When I see that 4 million people were watching the destruction of New York City businesses, and of course Minneapolis, and of course Boston, and Philadelphia, and elsewhere, nationwide really, it challenged me to say, well, are we not talking about our own causes in such a way that could distract the four million from viewing the disaster. Are, how can we do better for things that we truly want to fight for so we can actually see the numbers reduced when it comes to that? Look, burning buildings, you're going to want to tune into that. That's true. But to watch the entire weekend... Meanwhile, hard-working creators and content people are pushing out valid and valuable uh, information and creativity. And I only see that, you know, get sometimes one and a half million views, sometimes two and a half. I mean, there's, there's got to be a way where we can reconstruct the way we create to people take people's eyes off the destruction and actually join in join in on the cause because what was America built on right it was a built on a cause for freedom and believe it or not in 1776 75 70, 75 when the Continental Congress was was um was made when we had the first you know, real battles against the British. As far as I can tell, four million people didn't just sit by and watch uh, King George do what he wanted to do. No. That was a group effort to get us free from Britain. 
And now it's a group effort to get us free from the destruction. All of us across this country can do it, should do it. By the way, Radio Hope, uh, he was running some errands today, I believe, with his doggo, his pets, so we miss him, but not every soon. Sorry about that. 9 a.m. Eastern, he'll be there uh, on Radio Hope. But this is the new challenge. Because the Civil War did cause so much destruction, so much carnage. And we're seeing that in a different way here. And if you think history doesn't repeat yourself, I think it does. I think we're about to see... I don't want to say anything worse. I don't want to say it can get worse. I don't want to believe it can get worse. But I can believe that this little destruction we've seen can be stopped at the head. And then we can really start to reconstruct. This whole next portion of 2020 should be about reconstructing. Reconstructing businesses. Reconstructing operations. Reopening. It really... (laughs) It really shouldn't... Surprise us that we were on a correction course here, though. You know, 10, 11 years ago, we were on that con- re- correction course with the recession in 2008, which many still haven't recovered. Now they're going to have to recover from this as well. But we shouldn't be surprised that we were in a correction. We shouldn't be surprised that we're seeing something in Seattle like we saw in Zuccotti Park, although we never did give up a police department. As pointed out by my friend Frank Morano. However, what we did do was we said, sure, you could sit in Zuccotti Park. You can occupy Zuccotti Park for a few months. Seems like months on end. That was cleaned up pretty quick. But isn't it weird how now... 11, 12 years later, they're occupying Seattle. Seven blocks of it, though. That's more intense and more severe. But this is... I don't feel guilty about being so calm about this because this is this is what I had realized on Friday. If we're truly going to make America move past all of this, it really is time to let God and the earth resolve itself. We also must look at it as a historical perspective, right? We've seen every 10 to 15 years a correction. I mean, you talk about 98, you talk about 10 years before 08, we were going through the Clinton stuff as a country, we were going through that. So every 10 years, we just seem to say, we just seem to be so high on our, about ourselves, about life, that God has a way to humble us. Yes, God has a way to humble us every 10 to 11 years. As a whole, every day he's working to humble us too. And, I mean, look what happened before Clinton. We had the Gulf War in 92. I mean, so all of these historical events that I think about, it's no surprise that 10, 10 years after the recession, well, here we are again in a correction course. 
And this one's a kind of different one. Let's let's say that too. This one's a very different course. Because what the ultimate urge is to say is that the police need to be defunded. And I still want to know more about that movement, more, more about why they even say it, what's going on there. Because I don't believe in weakening our police departments. I believe in weeding out the bad guys, but I don't believe in, again, destructing the entire department. Although if we did, maybe the reconstruction of that would be a better thing. I don't think so, though, because I feel like a reconstruction means no cops at all, and that, that we can't have that. That would not be acceptable in America, or any place. Any place, if you think about it. But if you listen to this, or if you listen back to this, I want to I wanna ask you this right now. You're a podcaster on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Wherever else. Do you feel like your content can drive people from the chaos of the day into something more hopeful like Radio Hope does? Have you thought about ways to engage more? With your listener, with your reader, with your uh, follower, even on Instagram and TikTok and elsewhere, have you have you thought about that? I know I'm starting to. I know I'm definitely starting to. I'm trying to figure out more points I made in the, uh, re- remember more points I made in this article because it is on uh, medium.com right now and you should definitely check that out how we can go from devolving to resolving And believe me, this is not easy to say, let's not fight back against the autonomous zone. Let's not fight back against the riots. But I have just, on Friday, I said, why am I getting so wrapped up in this? Why am I getting so, so, so crazed? Because, really, it's out of our control. We can only control what's around us, what's physically around us, how we react emotionally to the external stuff and the internal stuff going on. And so the way to move the world together and the earth, America together, especially as we near July 4th, it's to just not turn the news on it's to just not even want to you know look at twitter about all this i mean twitter trends yeah i i go dive into those too because i'm curious but 
Is it good for my health? Probably not. Is there anything we could do? Probably not. Except just pray. And again, return to a thought or a cause that was paused because of all this. And then together, we can repurpose the thinking to drive America forward. And a lot of this actually was inspired by my friend Martin Moore, Marty, uh, in my in my sphere. She's like, well, why don't we just not talk, uh, you know, talk about them? And at the time she said it, it just it kind of was like, oh, hmm, well, I kind of want to keep fighting this battle. I don't want to see vandalism. I don't want to see statues that have been up there for so long be sort of allowed to get this was the issue with that okay it people are angry they're gonna angrily rip down statues but for the police to not even try and stop them what's it to uh, relax law enforcement during that that was what bothered me the most honestly because they think they can get away with it there I they would come into New York and try and do it I that's that's what I think we don't need more devolving here. But by midday Friday, I was like, you know what? Maybe she's right. Maybe I just need to put that whole thing aside and refocus on causes I want to focus on locally. Focus on ways to bring people together in a manner that doesn't... Uh, you know, that, that leads to something bigger than just a talk. But actual change. Actual ideas flowing. I know we're not at the quote-unquote Civil War part yet. And I pray we don't get there. And I know that the Mayan calendar is saying that next week could be the end. I also know they found a huge huge Mayan structure at the same week that they had um, had discussed this. I'll get into that for a second in a minute. But while I know all this stuff is going on, we can't control it. We can control how we talk about it. Though. We can control further I mean we can control ending the destruction just by taking our eyes off of it. Just by saying, you know what? If you're going to do this, we're not going to show it. I mean, how is it that we try and dis... And this is why I loved last night. Um, the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa feature, Long Gone Summer, incredible. I highly recommend it. I'm amazed that I kind of know <laughs> both parties in that through Shea Stadium and through St. Patrick's Cathedral. I don't know where it comes today, by the way. Just them. I mean, that era was, was too special, and 
it was happening in the summer of Lewinsky too, right? I mean, this is how funny that was. Really a great. That was something that just took the eye off of that whole scandal for a minute. Because here was Mark McGuire. I mean, I, I, I tell you, I remember watching him uh, at Yankee Stadium as an athletic. And the next day, my dad comes into the lobby of my old apartment, gives me a Cardinal hat. I say, what's this for? He's like, well, Mark McGuire has been traded to the Cardinals. Which is interesting because you know who was his manager in 80, what's it called, 89? Tony La Russa. You know who his manager was in 98? Tony La Russa. So there's that connection too. And Tony and actually the whole Cardinal team was nice to my dad and I at Shea once. But anyway, they had a roughhouse. Security roughhoused a fan and the cops really swarmed the field. Afterward, as uh, after McGuire's record-breaking home run, that broke Maris's record. At the time, anyway, he had become the record holder, and then Sammy gave him a chase, and then he ended up hitting, I think, seventy, which Bonds would break in, break in 2007. But anyway, they tackled a, a guy running on the field after the home run in St. Louis. And so, what is the difference then between not showing when a fan runs on the field in baseball, because they always say, we want to discourage this, we want to discourage this. What's the difference? Don't we want to also discourage the looting by not showing it? Wouldn't that logic make sense if we don't want to, dis- if we don't want to encourage guys running on the field before, um, I mean, while during a baseball or any sporting event? We then should say, well, we don't want buildings burned down. We don't want businesses burned down, so we're not going to show that. We highly discourage it. And come to think of it, as that destruction was going on, I didn't hear one person really say, I heard them all cover it. But did you hear one person on any network say, we, I mean, yeah, talk radio, sure, but in the, in the TV say, we highly condemn this. We, we don't want this to happen. Thinking back, I just heard report play-by-play of it. I'm not like, again, you should stay home and not do this. You didn't hear that. You didn't hear anybody really say, uh, you know what, you should go home. All I heard was, wow, look at them, breaking the building, breaking the glass, breaking the store window. Look at them, they're all coming in and out. Look at them running around. But did you hear one person say in the media, Uh, Guys, let's not do that. I know I didn't hear that. I heard Ali Velshi say, this is rather, uh, this is rally, rather uh, peaceful and it's not unruly, even though there are fires behind him on MSNBC. That's what I heard. So we've seen a preview of destruction, destruction. Now it's time to start the 2020 reconstruction Now, and by the way, if we don't honor the flag, this is why I wore the American flag pin yesterday. This is why I wore an American flag type shirt. If we don't honor the flag, then that's a step in not believing in America. So, we still must honor the flag on flag day. We still must 
believe in America or there will be no America. That's the bottom line. And how do we make it no America? By just encouraging it all to devolve. Instead of telling people and showing people and working with people to find resolve. What is incredible to me is after 9-11, our resolve was stronger than ever. After the George Floyd killing, it didn't seem like our resolve was strong. In fact, the... The people were in agreement. This was a terrible, horrible, hideous incident. And after a week of peace, something else happens. And no one's stopping the devolving. That's why I'm advocating for resolving. And I hope you do too on any platform you're on from this day forward. Hey, if we're here a week from today on June 22nd after the mind calendar was wrong and might be ending next week, we'll just keep fighting. <laughs> but ultimately, no matter when the world ends, we can't let it fully end here for our small businesses, for our storefronts. Now is the time to start reconstruction. Not when the ultimate destruction of our society is done. We've seen the carnage before. We've seen a civil war. We don't want to go through that again. But we've seen glimpses of the destruction and the carnage. So let's pump the brakes. I don't know how you say it. And start Reconstruction 2.0. Now Lincoln led that charge, right? He led that charge. Aha. I would like to see President Trump lead this reconstruction charge. I'd like to see him make more press conferences and try and bring, just talk to people. I'd like to see that. But I've always thought the last 20-something years, or last years I've been following politics, if we want something done, we also have to work to reconstruct it. And I hope you do that starting today. And that includes reconstructing family friendships, uh, family relations. That includes reconstructing your thought process about things. That includes reconstructing how you yourself interact with people. We need the physical reconstruction. But I also think after the Civil War, we need that emotional reconstruction too. And little by little, we got there. And it was a team effort. The South still was ticked that they wanted to abolish slavery, but the Union stuck strong. The Union stood strong. In fact, I'm kind of now curious to get someone on about the Reconstruction Era and how there could be similarities to this today. Because it's time. We've spent six months watching devolving and destruction. Six months to this day, as a matter of fact, I believe, or this week. Well, I'm three months to this day, but it feels like the whole year, the last six months. Killing the Iranian general, which is great. And then having that little 
that thing with Iran where they tried to hit but missed and then found out that we had soldiers injured then Kobe gets killed in a, a helicopter crash and then COVID and then the George Floyd death, the killing. The next six months of this country needs to be about reconstruction. How do they do it? Well, I think that's important to examine. But I do not want to see more destruction. I want to see the reconstruction start now. I'm so wound up, I'm throwing pens around. <laughs> but it's time. Devolving to resolving sounds nice, but I've just realized it's destruction to reconstruction. It's history, man. And we are part of this. One way or another, we are all part of this. So what are we going to do? Let it keep destructing itself in this country, or are we going to reconstruct it in our own pockets of the world, of the of the country and world? I think well, that's the best part, best thing to do. Because we learn from the history, we could avoid something more serious than what we've seen by just starting the reconstruction process now. I'm Alex Garrett, Radio Hope, 9 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Eastern, Radio Hope, Mike Myers. Hope you're doing well. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. And by the way, don't forget to follow me at Alex G in NYC is my Twitter. Alex G in NYC is my Twitter and Instagram. Take care.